This podcast is proudly brought to you by Annotate Agency, a team of creatives passionate about introducing clients to the transformative impact of creative digital marketing. Please go check them out, guys. Listeners, Snake Edwards on the recorder here. This one's a belter. Uh, we are back in the Annotate Agency studio and I'm super excited to have Kyle Trainer, um, host of Pivotal Conversations, head of Pivotal Media and also you got your own business as well in business mentoring as well, mate. Yeah. And when I, I was telling Kane, I've told a few of my mates, mate, if there's, I've never been more excited probably for an episode, mate, because your content and the way you're heading with the podcast itself and creating valuable, value, a valuable product is uh, unlike anything else and I like to get a lot of inspiration from it, mate. So thank you for giving up your time, especially on a Friday night, mate. I, <laughs> I, you know what, genuinely, thanks for the kind words. Yeah. I wish I could do all my podcasts on a Friday night. <laughs> yeah. Like I genuinely think it's a beautiful <laughs> slot and I think you – there's something about – I like the idea and I've always wanted to do it. I just – I think it's, it's really hard with like um, – it can be really hard with business owners yeah. and stuff like that. It's like Friday night, glass of red – just having a yarn. Yeah, I feel like they, they would make the best episode. So yeah, um, I was actually quite excited when I seen that it was Friday night. <laughs> you feel like you're relaxed. You're not. You're not. You know. You're not carrying any of your problems for the week. So. Yeah, exactly. And going into the weekend, you you can get a bit excited with something else. Yeah, it's a good. Yeah, you just kind of like once it gets to Friday over, everyone winds down a bit. Yeah. Now I'm I'm very eager to hear about your journey, especially in how you started Pivotal Conversations, Pivotal Media. I mean. Um, Obviously, for people who are fans and who may not listen, I guess like you think about um, the journey, right? And how how you know the it, everyone can see right now you're blowing up and how incredibly successful you are, but then also they don't really kind of forget what's happened behind closed doors and how long it's taken because you've come out like somewhat come out of nowhere in the last year or two, and it's just like such an inspiration. So where did this all start, Kyle? Yeah, um, I guess it kind of happened by accident. I feel like. Yeah. Um, we I've been podcasting for a while, but yeah. I think my pre like my previous podcast or, or kind of how we branded it was associated to my old education business that mm. I had where we would run courses and for and teach people basics of business, yeah. you know, like cash flow and, and all the things that you need to know um when running a business. And then um I had a podcast associate, so that was my marketing channel. It was actually really great. Like we would yeah. generate most of our leads and, and most of our conversions through podcasting. Um, and then I grew that, um, you know, to, you know, something that was relatively, you know, successful um, and, and it was going really well. So we were running courses and so on. And um, I, I don't know what it was, but I was like, oh, I would really love to go – you know, all in on, on a podcast. Same thing. Like I actually got inspiration um, from, I don't know if you've ever watched uh, I Am Athlete. Yeah. So yeah, back in the it. day I, f- I seen that and I was like, wow. I just loved the way it looked. Um, I loved the feel, the conversations. And I thought, oh, I wonder I wonder what it would take to kind of to, to do that. And then um, I just had this, uh, this feeling that I'm like, I, I really think podcasting – I think there's more to it than what maybe everyone sees, if that yeah. makes sense. Like I think – Oh, so much. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think like the, the role they're going to play in the future, 
you know, one, um, I, I think, and, and that kind of come over me and then I started to just have a vision, right? And, and for me, when I have a vision about anything um, that excites me, I just get dragged obsessed. in that direction. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And I, I really did become obsessed. And the, the actual show uh, itself was called Pivotal Conversations in the beginning. And um, I also had a really firm belief that, you know, conversations were life-changing. So yep. when I started to think about what I really wanted to do, I thought, well, you know, what's my, what, what's my belief? Mm. You know, what do I really believe in? And I had to really ask myself that because I didn't just want to get into it and – I wanted to kind of go in with, you know, something that would carry, if that makes sense. And yeah. what I mean by that is, like, I often feel that in order to stay in business and be resilient and do all those things, you have to have something that you really care about mm. and you're really passionate about. Mm. Uh, and it has to be a, your biggest idea. Yeah. You know, because um, naturally when everyone starts a business, they put their all into it. So for me, if I'm going to do something, I want it to be my biggest idea because I know I'm going to put my all into it. Um, so, you know, I had a firm belief that conversations were life-changing. Uh, I could look back at, you know, a particular conversation in my life that completely changed the trajectory of where yeah. I was going. You know, I was their perspective shifting, I often say, like on the podcast, like they absolutely changed from what something you did know or what you viewed about something into something else, right? It's a real eye-opener. Yeah, like and, and you know, before podcasting, for me, it was like just genuine conversations mm. that weren't recorded, you know? Like yeah. uh, I can, as I said, like there's a conversation I can look back on, uh, you know, roughly when I was about 21, you know, I was Massive party boy, yeah. big party boy. Um, really had nothing going on, had no ambitions, yeah. um, and you know broke down. Probably that's the best way to put it. After uh, you know a big weekend, uh, <laughs> but, but was fed up, and and I had was lucky enough to have my stepfather in my life at the time, um, Kevin, Alice, who he's had a lot of experience in leadership, um, ex-military, um, you know. Just a, you know, really into spirituality, but a man before his time. So like he was meditating in the 70s and stuff yeah. like that. Really into his self-development. And for me, it was like, I was pretty lucky that I got to sit down and have a conversation with him at about 21. And honestly, haven't looked back since. And yeah. we continued to have conversations. But for me, it was like, well, I really considered myself lucky to have him in my life, to have that conversation. Because I'm like, okay, well, if he wasn't there, <laughs> yeah, what would I have done? Um, and, you know, what would have happened? So for me, it was like, okay, I had a really firm belief that conversations were life-changing. Um, and I had also been in education where I was, you know, charging people to teach them about business through courses and through mentoring yeah. um, and still do a little bit of that now. But the... The majority, the, the big belief for me was like, okay, how do I make these conversations, look, you know, accessible to anyone? Yeah. Anyone that has a phone can can listen to these, um, and potentially, you know, get some of the benefits that I got out of that original conversation that I had. And and then it was all like, it was kind of like, well, where do these conversations lie? And and for me, I think the three big needles for people is business, wealth, and character. So, mm -hmm. um, I think equity and and whether you you know, you, you don't have to have your own business to have equity in something. Yeah. Um, and for me, that's learning the, the skills of business. Um, wealth, I think, is important. You know, um, 
I didn't come from a wealthy background or, or anything like that. So learning about money and and better, more important, the relationship you have with money, I think yeah. is really important. Like it's not about being rich, you know, and that's not what wealth actually is. Wealth is yeah, all about having life. time yeah. and, and being able to have, you know, um, experience things and, and learn. And the reality is all of those, you know, cost money. Yeah. Um, so when So for me, you know... <laughs> My relationship with money when I was 21 <laughs> was absolutely horrific. Um, so, yeah, like business, wealth, uh, and then character, you know, that's been a, a big part of my journey, which is like, you know, continuously trying to learn about myself and yeah. better my character, understand what my values are, live aligned to those yeah. over a long period of time. So that was a ri- the original idea. Um, and so we were kind of having conversations all over the place. And then, yeah, as I said, I, I just thought, you know, um, from a then I started to my business brain really started to yeah. kick in and I was like okay how do I turn this into a thriving business yeah. you know what how do I turn this into you know an eight or nine figure mm. business um, and that's when you know I started to to really kind of plot out the plan of having multiple shows and and really viewing podcasts as assets rather than um just marketing streams, if that makes sense. Yep. So how do I turn this into an asset? That like a product itself. Like that, this yeah, is, yeah, that yeah. someone might buy in yep. the future um, or, or, you know, um, it could be acquired or if worst case scenarios, we can turn it into its own business itself. So yeah. that's kind of that's kind of how it was born. It was it was really just an idea of what would I, what would I, what, what, what could I see myself doing for the rest of my life that I'm extremely passionate about. Um, loved podcasting, yeah. loved, you know, thought that conversations were the most powerful thing in the world and, and really just kind of went with that. Yeah, I often say that on the podcast, like, and that's part of the reason why I started and we're talking off air, but, like, because I'm a social worker but I, and, like, I do conversations for a living. I like some of the stuff that I had um, sitting down with clients are some of the most, you know, life-changing experiences as well. I thought, well, that's that, this is why I want to change get into podcasting because mm. I think – they can be so inspiring but informative and educational as well at the same time like if someone recorded that um but then there's also the view of like like you just touched on uh being able to turn that into a product and what the market says about this product as well like it's great to have this idea but how is this business going to come about or how's this product going to come about because in the end the market or they, they dictate what what like how how much quality you provide really mm. um now it seems that today and now in this day and age that anyone can well anyone can really like we'll discuss and develop a brand a personal brand um where do you think this is heading into the future i mean not just well in media in general where do you think is the next like your big prediction in in regards to this going forward marketing yeah i, I think the future if i think about uh, uh, again like I, I probably come from more of a business side of things yeah. and I think about how all this fits in. I, I think it's, I think the future is very heavily weighed to communities, mm. right? So I think every company will have a community yeah. um, and maybe even a micro economy. Like that's yeah. genuinely what I think. So then I think about media and, and even digital marketing and where it's come from and where it's going. We're going from an age of information um, to an age of value. Yeah. Um, and I think one of the biggest things that, you know, you have to do as a company or the thing that plays the biggest role in building a community is um, attention. So being mm. able to keep, first of all, get someone's attention, but then also keep it. Yeah. Um, and I'm yet to see a, uh, you know, a more powerful and, you know, or I'm yet to see a more effective um 
tool modality yeah. than podcasting. Yeah. Um, and so I think content in general, I think we're moving towards an age where um, earned media will probably be more dominant, where I think we've come from a place of, uh, you know, direct advertising. Yeah. So I think um, if you kind of put all those pieces together, I think, you know, um, companies will move towards more of an earned media style of, of marketing and yeah. look to build community. Um, you look at a company like Nike, you know, yeah. and how they've been such a powerful brand and it's all really been around earned media. Yeah. Um, and what we mean by that is like um, content and stories and, and then it's like, okay, how do we, how do we, f- how does this all fit into our, in, you know, uh, or at least wrap around a brand? Yeah. You know? yeah, and right, that's yeah. where it, it differs, you know, that's where we can, we can kind of start to differentiate. Mm. So I think, I think, yeah, I think it's very heavily weighted towards communities. Mm. Um, I don't know what that looks like into the future, but, um, I think you kind of mentioned it before, but I think a lot of companies will actually start to co- kind of go internal, yeah. um, and they'll look to to. I think every company is a media company, yeah. you know. So it well, they at least got to have some form of media associated with it. Like, yeah, especially well, now. yeah. I think I think you're either you're. Either, I think every company will eventually become a media company, mm. you know. So I think it, it just you know if you look at any successful kind of large corporation how they get successful and how they keep growing is actually by going vertical mm. right so um what I, you know like so what i mean by that is um you know like apple um creating their own computer chips yeah you know like like instead of you know um tesla creating their own ai yeah. and, and so on so like when companies go vertical what they're doing and, and this is why you know a lot of companies actually acquire other companies you know, so um, I'm trying to think of an acquisition that's happened recently. Yeah. But, you know, if you think, if you go look up, you know, larger companies, it actually makes more sense for them um, to, to say, go buy a company or to mm. build something internally because you actually get better margins that way yeah. and, and more profitability and, and more agility, if that makes sense. Yep. So you can kind of act on things quickly. Whereas if you're relying on, say, something external or, you know, an, a third party coming in, you're always, I guess, at the helm, yeah, of them, of, of or you're like you're you answer to them, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. You know, you're on their clock, yeah, and, and you're not as self sufficient in that way. And it's hard, yeah. it's hard, you yeah. know. Like so, oh, the, the the easy analogy for that is I used to work at a um, co working space, mm. and you know I would have to book the meeting room, yeah. you know, and and that was very difficult at a co working space because. Um, there's so many other people trying to book this yeah. space. Right? <laughs> so if I get a guest in and they're like, oh, well, I want to do this time. And I'm like, well, I can't do that time because the room's not available. Yeah. It's very hard. Whereas what I decided to do was go vertical. Yeah. I'd go get my own space. I'd get all my own gear. Um, we'd hire a marketing team internally. And yeah. so we're, you know, we're, we have the ability now to be agile. Hey, you want you want to shoot Wednesday in Queensland at this time? Cool, we'll be there. Yeah. And so the idea is, is like, I think... That'll be every company yeah. in the future because I just yeah. think the way you're going to build a community that in today's day and age and keep their attention yeah. um, is is through media. So um, yeah, I think and and yeah, I just think community is the future. You know, and, and mm. brands will have there'll be a big focus on community. Yeah, um, and and the benefits you can provide. But I think the first step in that is how do I get their attention and keep their attention so that I can yeah. give them the benefits. Yeah, and so. that's that's through content, like that's through social media. Yeah. 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 Hundred percent. I think. Um. I'm not sure on this, right? Yeah. So I just want to preface like that. 
This is prediction. Well, I don't know what, you know, like yeah. if you think about where social media was 10 years ago and what it's going to look like in the future, I think something new is coming. Yeah. Um, I think we're about the, at the end. And this is kind of what I'm saying. I think we're at the end of the cycle mm. as it relates to, say, Facebook. Uh, and and I think Instagram. I think even that algorithms like yeah. I mean, yeah. Look, do I have? Can I go deep on this? Yeah, for sure. Okay, awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I mean, I genuinely think that we're at the end of the cycle. The way social media works is, and you can even look at TikTok, right? Mm. The way they suck you in is they just give you the uh, at the very beginning of a new company. So Facebook at the very beginning, they gave you so much. So much um, attention and algorithm yeah. and they just kind of chucked you in there and they blew you up. Yep. Um, and so you see that over the, the lifespan of, say, a social media company, it actually, they make it harder and harder and harder for you to get engagement and they yeah. do that because they want you to spend money on advertising. Yeah. So any social media company at the moment, um, the way they generate revenue is through advertising. Yeah. Uh, and so you have to ask yourself is, you know, how does that change over the you know the, the next span of things? So we had the internet, internet turned into social media. So yeah. we had like web one, web two, uh, and I just think there's something coming again. You know, when everyone talks about web three, NFTs and stuff, yep. and, and to be honest, I I think there there's a there's a use case there. I don't know what it is. I don't think we're anywhere near it. But yeah. I think what I do know is that the the third kind of iteration of all this is mm. around value and community yeah so like rather than me trying to throw the hail mary and pinpoint <laughs> i just think okay what can i how do i position myself and, and get into an emerging market yeah you know what i mean yep. and, and that's why i think we're gonna start to see a shift you know like we talked about companies going vertical yeah um we're already seeing spotify um Paying Joe Rogan, yeah, Alex exclusive Cooper, deals are mad. Sixty million, Alex Cooper, you yeah, know, call her daddy. Like, like we're already seeing that start to happen. That's the that's an example of companies going vertical. Yeah, but Spotify do it because they want you to stay in their app. Now, the thing that hasn't happened yet is why isn't why aren't other you know, why, why aren't other companies doing why that? hasn't yeah. um, I don't know why you know why aren't why isn't every company doing this? Yeah. Right, and I, and I, that's genuinely what I think will happen. Mm. I think every company will go to get to this point where um, they're under pressure to keep attention. Yep. Um, and I think with the, I think blockchain plays a role in that. And mm. I think because they'll be able to create value through whatever te that wherever that technology goes. As I said, I'm not sure that we're there yet in yep. terms of what it's doing, but mm. I think community is the big future yeah. and, and i just i'm just trying to position myself yeah. to be able to do what and, and and kind of move in that space when it comes so yeah. it's all about yeah. building infrastructure from a business oh. perspective yeah. it's like you know I, I don't think of it like that's really all i think about is like how do we have more output like mm. we launched our second show for this pure sake strong no sugar, strong no no sugar. Yeah. we launched it so that we can build that infrastructure to be able to deliver two shows a week mm. you know and then we're going to go for the third one and the fourth one and so there's one side of it where we're building these really amazing assets, yeah. right? That will be very valuable either to us or to someone else. Someone else. We're not sure. Yeah, like I could be wrong, <laughs> right? But the other side of it is we're building infrastructure, mm. right? So we're building a team and processes and systems and software that can actually execute at that level. Yep. 
right? So, so like that's that's kind of from my idea is how I position myself and look at an opportunity is like that's really what I'm trying to do right now, and, mm. and we're having a lot of fun, you know. Like, yeah. So that's just kind of how I think about it, and that's that's kind of where I think the world's going. I think it's it's very heavily orientated towards communities. And companies providing value for those mm. communities, um, and they're the things I think are going to always stand the test of time, right? In a product, and even if you look back, like again, Nike's a good example. They've always had this solid community, and people who've loved their brand and the products that they did, right? And they're they're obsessed, and they continue to buy. Um, and then you know, and value, like community and value, I think will always be the pillars. I don't know if you agree, but for any product or anything going forward, or even if you're self-sufficient, you got your own personal brand. Are you creating community and bringing people together, and are you providing um, value as well? You yeah, know? yeah, hundred percent. I think yeah, it's the, the probably a better way to like put it from from my perspective is like mm. the, the how you deliver on that is starting to really shift, right? So, yeah, yeah. So I think like that's where I think the earned media piece will come in. I think mm. we'll see a lot more of that from both smaller and larger companies and and so on. And I think that's like you can almost tie influencer marketing into that as well. Yeah, like, for sure. Like that was really really big. But if you take the principle of influencer marketing, it's right basically leveraging uh, another brand to create a form of earned media yeah. which then you know you can like kind of leverage off that attention yeah. so and attention in influencer marketing is like um like i've heard it on your podcast with ice and even before that and you was like good looks is always going to sell right someone's good looking is always going to catch the eye of someone on social media like yeah that's 100%, a good example 100%. and it's the same with like humor and yeah and you know entertainment yeah like, you know, getting attention is the rule book will never change mm. um you know some you know again like some podcasts will be really funny some mm. will be controversial some will be inspirational some will be yeah. educational um i think it's just uh and and you know like it's funny like we've got a sponsor um, at the moment and you know I was having a conversation with their marketing team and it was like large corporations are really struggling to understand what to do with TikTok yep right and and so it's like okay like that's the prime example of what I'm talking about mm. of like um, how do these large corporations get into it you yeah. know how do they it's like it, it's much easier for a large corporation to come in and buy uh, you know a form of earned media yep then you know try to find someone in the company to, 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 to jump on TikTok yeah. and do, you know, do these kind of videos. So, like, yeah, I just think, I, look, as I said, I could be completely wrong. And, I, you know, there's a very large chance that I am. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think, like, for me, it's just about, I think, communities. Yeah. I think community is going to, it's already massive, but I think it's going to go to another level. Yeah. Um, do you think we, post-COVID has strongly influenced that? Like, within, like, is that I think social it's accelerated shift? It. Yeah. I think it's accelerated. I think, you know, it's already it was already happening, mm. um, and I think COVID just accelerated what was already going to happen. Mm. You know, so so I, I think that's what COVID did. You know, yeah. it just kind of quickened up everything, and I think it's because, uh, you know, what drives the force of an economy is the amount of M two supply, so money that yeah. kind of goes through it. So, you know, you put more money into uh, an economy, they'll be it'll it'll get productive. Yeah, you know, um, so businesses will thrive. Uh, and, and so on but everything accelerates right yeah. so if you think about an economy and the power that you know that money or the, how money drives the power of the economy yep um, i think they 40 percent of you know money was printed in the last two years or something <laughs> like that so um 
you know, that just accelerated absolutely everything, you know, from mm. an economic standpoint. From a, and, and, you know, we obviously went through some pretty full-on psychological, um, <laughs> you know, like some... I don't even know what to call it. Like it was, you know, some, some, there was some psychological kind of pain that we all went through through that period of time, yeah. especially here in Melbourne. So um, I, think it, I think so. I think it just accelerated what was already coming. I think technology is the big driver. Mm. You know, how do we do things better? You know, and usually yeah. technology drives that. And I think that's at the helm of everything yeah. we do as, as humans. So I think technology and, and the future technologies that will come is what's going to drive um, the community side of it yeah. you know, for, for companies and what they can do more importantly, the benefits they can provide. And if you think of like work output as well, right? Like podcasting, for example, you can do the same amount of work in the same amount of time, but then provide this wonderful quality product. But then, you know, you, your, your time invested into that for the, just the product itself, like an hour podcast, always, it's not going to change. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like that, that hour is always going to be that hour. And yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. And, and that's where I, that's, I think that stresses the importance of earned media into yeah. the future because it does scale really well. Yeah. And, and it's, a, again, like the effort doesn't have to increase, but the output uh, or like the end result can, you know, can definitely, can it can be more powerful, right? Yeah. Now I look back, you know, if you look back at your journey in business, I guess leadership, now starting your own media company and pivotal conversations. I mean, what is one belief that you had about business slash leadership before that's changed now? Like when you look back at your journey? Yeah, it's an interesting <laughs> one. I, I think the biggest thing that I've changed my mind on, and I think back to, the early days, you know, like I've, again, I've, I've owned businesses for probably, yeah, what, nine years now. Mm. And I think originally my thought was, and I was young and, and this is, and there's the technician in me was like, it's all about me and how good I am and mm. how smart I am. And I always needed to be the smartest. And I thought that was what was going to drive things forward for myself. Mm. And, and even to the point where it's like, uh, when it's just you in a business, you can focus heavily on your daily routine, how you feel, yep. what's going to be the, the best thing for you, how are you going to make yourself, you know, the, the most productive person. Um, and for, for a lot of it, I, uh, that's, it, you know, it's that self-development journey. And yeah. the thing that I've, and I thought that was the most, thing, the most important thing to actually have success in business. And so for a long time, I just mastered that. Um, and I kept running into brick walls, you know, and problems and, and issues of like, why can't I get past this certain place in, in business? Yeah. And I think the biggest thing that I've changed my mind on is actually now it's the opposite. Um, when you start to, to manage people uh, mm. and you're building a team, it's actually how do I make them the yeah. best they can be? Uh, and that's really the, the better I get at that as a skill um, and the more empathy I can show to those people and the more I care about them and, and the more I care about where their careers are going and, and really lean into that and make that my job, the, like the, the growth compounds. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest realisation for me is leadership inevitably is the skill yeah. that you need to grow a business because, um, yeah, you can have software, you can find ways to become more efficient, but at the end of the day... You've got to. You've really got to be able to work with people and and inspire people towards mm. a vision that that you know or the vision that the company has. And I think that's the biggest thing that I've definitely learned um, over the last. I would say the last three years, yeah. two years especially. It's been massive for me. Yeah, and um, it's like it's so important that you say that because I think 
like leadership, you can't kind of have your, and like just say, for example, your business and what you're doing, you can't kind of set a good example unless you've kind of got your shit sorted out. Like I've always kind of led. It's like, um, you know, like I talked about off air that the dating coach we had, it's almost like relationships, right? And when you think of leadership and management, it's, it's relationships really. It's like, how can I get the best out of this person but be secure in myself? I've got to be number one. I've got to look after myself. And that's where personal development comes into play, I think, and being a good leader and managing things well. 100%. Yeah. I, think, I think the hardest thing is to transition though. So yeah. once you've looked after yourself... How do I put that you in You can keep just looking after yourself, yeah. right? And I think that's the thing that I did for a while. Like mm. I got stuck in that middle ground where it was like, I'm only looking after myself here. Um, and mm. That's the easiest bit though too. Like when you think about it, like you, you can always put, you always put your, humans always put themselves first. They'll do what they want to do. You know, you know what I mean? Like they'll always do what they want to do. Yeah, yeah, I think it's more like how you, you know, like, I think like I uh, used getting a dog as an example. Yeah. Like when you get a dog, for the first time, you realise how selfish you are. Mm. You know, so, I, like, yeah, you, when I like, you know, I got a dog, and I was like, far out. Like, there's so, like, I, you know, and I could imagine, and, and I've, I've been very lucky that I've spoken to some um, mothers on the podcast, and yeah. and they say the same thing. They're like, you know, I now have to be so much more efficient because I've got a, a child, um, and I think. There's that's the kind of the example that I'm trying to use there is mm. like I think for me it's like it's it's it, the biggest growth in in me has been starting to more focus on others you know yeah. and it doesn't mean that I don't focus on myself and it doesn't mean that I'm not looking after myself because mm. um, it's not one or the other it's looking after myself doing everything I need to do for me but then knowing and being more aware when people are around me as to may, maybe why they're feeling that way Off, or yeah. putting myself in their shoes and and caring about their life, you know. Mm. So um, one of the things that we've implemented is uh, that I try to do is like sit down with staff once a month and just like how's life going, you know, yeah. and that's more my role. Like that's what I'm actually – I feel really comfortable in that position. Mm. Um, whereas previously I'm like, you know, the, the – the technician in me is like, why aren't they doing their job? Yeah, as well as they should. You're trying to, um, you're trying to, sorry, you're trying to find the answer itself instead of guiding them through the process. Yeah, itself, like, and, and and it's really easy to do that. I reckon in business when it's mm. your baby. And, yeah, and, and and transitioning from say the technician to a, a more leadership role, mm. I've actually done it a lot quicker in in my new business than what I did in my old one. Yeah, uh, luckily, you know, that's the beauty of of say, I guess being being consistent over time is like you know, doing it the second time around is um, I'm a lot more aware of it. Yeah. Not, not perfect by a long <laughs> shot, but I'm a lot more aware of it. And I feel like that's why we're eight where we're working really well as a team right now, because we're starting to understand that the dynamic of a team is about getting each individual into the right spot, yeah. the right role. And then, you know, supporting them and, and being there for them and creating the right environment for them to thrive. Yeah. Um, and it's funny, like, you can just hand over so much responsibility when when that happens. Mm. And I think that's probably, again, like, it's it's that sounds really obvious, but for, for me that was, like, a massive growth, yeah. you know, to, to I was very much head down, move as fast as I can, work as hard as I can, be mm. as relentless as I could, um, and although I still have that mentality, it's now 
in helping others, the people in my team to become the best they can and, yeah. and just supporting them and, and making them feel safe. So Yeah, and you put that under a spotlight as well if you're just starting out. Like I think about myself, like I'm like essentially like if I didn't have Kane and Amy here, like and even when I was talking to you about Affair, starting the podcast itself, it's like you think about the people who's doing everything at the start as like like a startup or something. Like or just starting a podcast. It's like you don't have that team and it's just all on you. And sometimes that pressure just bloody like compounds a hundred percent and like and just keeps turning and turning over. And like like it's still the same reality, you know what I mean? Like it's still that same feeling. And yeah. it's just like I I find it so um yeah, inter- inter- like interesting. And it's like that same battle will still be there if people are there or not. Yeah, and I, I think, think like so when you when and, and you talked about that pressure and, yeah. and that's what I mean is that that pressure builds and builds and builds to this point where you're like when you do make those first couple of hires and you do do those things, it's like, yeah. I've worked so hard for this and then someone comes in and they're not performing. Yeah. And it's like, that was the mentality for me that was really hard to kind of shake out of because it was like, 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 like letting go. You're so emotionally yeah. attached to this thing. And I think that's the, the thing that I changed my mind on. Right? Mm. It was like, it's not just about hard work and grinding and, yeah. going as hard yeah. as you can and, you and like that. that kind of stuff and and more importantly it's not just um you know like like coming down on people and yeah. like i feel like there was a part of that in me that was like like sometimes you you, you know as a leader and um if you if you do really want to grow and grow quickly you have to understand that everybody's different everybody deals with different things on di- on a daily basis Everybody reacts it. You know, the communication thing is huge. It's tough. Huge. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the way you communicate to one person is not going to be the way you communicate to this person. 100%, yeah. And pr- I think previously for me it was like communicate everyone the same. Yeah. Be direct, you know, and, and, and so on. So I think like that's probably been the biggest thing that I, and the most powerful thing and I think why we're doing well at the moment mm. as a team just functioning you know like forget the results we're functioning really well we're, we're able to kind of really move forward and, and we're executing on everything that we've yeah. set out to do is it hard for you to stay focused like I hate using the analogy like of just focusing on the process do you know what I mean like you just said just functioning okay like is, do you get is it hard for you like do you get lost in down the track a fair bit or is uh, it hard for you to stay kind of in tuned to like just okay just focus on processes and systems um I think I, I reckon if I look back at the first three, four years that I had in business, mm. like they were really tough, you know, like a, more from a personal standpoint, like um, you know, I was living out of home. Yeah. Uh, I had to, you know, I got, I ended up, I got this, I, I ended up paying two rents at a gym. Like I was a personal trainer. <laughs> and so, I signed a lease in St Kilda because that was like I was doing. You know, I started to make some money. I was like, you know, like everyone does when they first start making <laughs> Flow money. Flow it out. <laughs> and you were early twenties, I think. Yeah, yeah, I, was, yeah. I was young. I was yeah. about 22, 23. Like any twenty two or twenty three. Yeah. Do. So like you know, yeah. get the new place, get the new pad, get the new car. But signed, you know, so signed. Um, I wanted to really move my business to a, another location, so I signed a a, a contract at another location. And they kind of had this deal on the table. They pulled it off last minute and then put another deal in front of me and I signed it. So, like, my expenses were, like, 1500 bucks a week, like, before I made it made a cent. Like, it was wild. Um, but then I lost my license, my fault, like, you know, genuinely my fault. But it was like, you know, they went through this really tough period and it was like, you know, I just kind of 
to get through that period, it was very process orientated. It was mm. just like, you've got to do what you've got to do just to get through this period. And, and so like the early days of building a business now, it's like a genuinely, you do get lost. So the answer is yes, of course, everybody does get lost at mm. times. I'd be lying if I said I didn't. But I never think, of, like I, I don't know any different to just going and, and actually investing in the process. Because yeah. I think once you've done it a few times, it's about taking risk, understanding that risk scales. So the risk you take at, you know, at a, at a larger number is no different to the risk that you took at the smaller number. Yeah. It's just scaled out. Um, and um, when you get the reward from investing in the process, you know, like mm. we, I'll use an example with the team, TikTok. You know, we, we, we were quite down on the fact that we hadn't been performing as well you know and we've, we've been really relentlessly trying things you know um every week we sit down monday morning meeting how can we you know get a break how can we start to improve our content what can we do and relentlessly doing it investing you know huge amounts of time in in improving the content and you know today or yesterday we went viral yeah uh, you know a re- like you know um eight hundred thousand views and it was like it's like those little aha moments mm. and like you can see it in the team as well. Everybody's like, ah, ah it'll come together. that's why we stick to the process, <laughs> yeah. right? And the process is, is, is about in, innovating. It's about iterating. It's about how to, you know, staying creative, you know, mm. and, and really trying to think outside the box, you know, think our team has absolute creative freedom. Mm. So, so I don't, I try not to sit there and say, I want it this way, I want it that way. I'm like, cool, if you think that can work, go ahead, go do it. Go do if it. you think this can work, go do it. You, you know, try different things. Um, so I think like the, the lesson there is that the reason you invest in the process and the reason that you, no matter even if you do feel lost, is that you keep creating structure in your week, whether that's as a team or as an individual. Mm. You do that because when you are lost, you can stick to that structure and then, therefore, eventually, you will get a reward if you are consistent, consistent enough. Yeah. So I think that's the biggest thing, and that's what I've learned from just being in business for a long time. Yeah. It's like, you know, you're only really out of it if you quit. Yeah. That's the key. Like, if you quit, that's when you're out. Yeah. But if you keep staying consistent and be resilient enough and get through the tough times, and 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 more importantly, keep your structure in the tough times. You know, show up to your meetings, put a smile on your face, make other people better. Mm. You know, don't be, you know, things aren't always going to be great. Um, but it's more important in those dark times that you look to the person next to you or even yourself and you start to, and you you find a way and yeah. you be creative and you, you smile and you realise how lucky you are. The reality is if you're running a business, you're pretty lucky. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. like there are people out there that have it way tougher. Yeah. And that's something that I always draw upon. Like, you know, sometimes you can get a little bit down on ourselves and, and that's okay and you've got to look after yourself and do that. But one thing that's always keep me in good stead is like, mm, I'm pretty lucky. Yeah. Like, you know, there's, there's, there's other people out there that are, you know, probably got it a lot worse and, and in worse situations. So, um, and always just bring it back to like family and stuff, yeah. you know, like I think that's, a, that's really important too. Yeah, and I don't like, I love that because I love how, like I've gotten interested like I'm not like you know like your level of knowledge or business or other people that I know like I've gotten real interested into business ever since the start of the podcast but because I think some of the lessons are like transferable in like just day-to-day life as well like in business 
especially as I delve into it, like consistency, like consistency in life in general, you're still you're going to get great results, even if it's in business or not. Like that's what I find so beautiful about it. It's just like it's interchangeable. Um, yeah, and it's, and it's so true. Like even if I think of the podcast itself, it's just like you know, that six or seven months off I was telling you about and this relaunch and it was just real honest about myself and then, you know, the consistency come. Like we had that big TikTok video or me, myself, had that big TikTok video and Kane with Jess, like the dating coach, just like bang. It's like, that was my, oh, and it keeps going a little bit more, a little bit more. Um, yeah, I fucking love that. I love yeah, that, it's a know. great teacher business, I yeah. feel. Like I, I, I wrote a post the other day, but I genuinely think business has been the greatest teacher in my life. I yeah. think it keeps you humble. Um, when you get ahead of yourself, it, yeah. it kind of drags you back to earth. Um, and I think, uh, you know, I, I, I owe a lot of my learnings and, and a lot of like the position I'm in now, which, you know, is nowhere near where I want to be, but mm. like it, it I'm... I've got a roof over my head. I'm yeah. able to pay the bills, which there's points where I didn't think that was going to be gonna the happen. case. Yeah. Um, like that story when you said the station, that was one of the most powerful videos I've ever watched when you were talking. Who was, who'd you have on? Yeah, I think uh, Tim Hanley, that episode, was yeah. it? Yeah. And you said you were at the station and 3.30 in the morning when you lost your license, like stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. And like, that's kind of, I look back to those times now and I just think, wow, what a breeze. <laughs> like, I'm so grateful to, yeah. to kind of just be in a position now where I don't, you know, like they, they were really mm. some pretty tough times because I didn't know how I was going to pay the bills. You know, yeah. like it was like, um, and I had to work so hard, like yeah. so hard. It was 3.30 a.m. till 9.30 p.m. every day, five days a week because I had a business in one area. Yeah, I needed to keep that afloat because I was paying all my bills and then I had a contract signed over here where I had to build another business. So <laughs> it was just, it was, it was manic, but I think... Yeah. That's kind of what I mean is like the consistency, like I can think back to it like when I got my license back and I was doing a deadlifting session at the gym and I started crying because I was like, I'm fucking, I'm like, I've, I've got through this, you know what I mean? Like, and, yeah. and I built the business at the new location and, and, and kind of had, had kind of gotten through that really tough period and, and more importantly, seen the reward from it. So yeah, that's the, the lesson is consistency will get you there. Yeah. How do you manage... I guess comparison, like if I just put it simply, like you, like media company, and you're constantly you got to keep an eye out and what else everyone else is doing. So I guess you got to keep ahead of the the game. How do you manage that and try to focus on what you're doing and stay niche to yourself? Yeah, I think one of the most important things, um, just in business in general, just is you know having a vision um, mm. and really understanding yourself. You know, like like who are you? What do you want? What's your authentic voice? Um, and I think you can definitely lose that when you just purely focus on everyone else around you, yeah. right? And I think that's the most important thing is, if, you know, you've got to have a vision and you've got to understand what's your authentic voice. Where mm. do you feel most comfortable? What do you believe in? Yeah. Um, and, and then obviously there's a little bit of the, the tactics that go on, like <laughs> how do we make this video better? How do we do that? But at the end of the day that doesn't take away from that authentic voice and that vision that we have for the yeah. future, our purpose. The purpose is the most important thing. That's the thing that's going to drive you forward. Um, so for me, it's like if I focus on everyone else, I will compare myself. And and more often than not, that's can lead me into the, like a less creative space. Yep. But if I focus purely on what it's our purpose, what are we really trying to achieve here and kind of really do bring it back to that core. Um, more often than not, like the tactical creative things will come and um, c 
comparison then is more about, you know, oh, that's a good idea. I really like that. Mm. Rather than, oh, they're doing really well. Yeah. Oh, like, why are they going viral and we're not? Yeah. Right? I think about that stuff so all that, the time. It's so it's hard. Like, yeah. It's so hard because you're like, because you are putting everything into it. Mm. But I, again, it kind of comes back to like, okay, why am I actually doing this? Now, for us, it's like, oh, definitely go through it, but I always bring it back. Pivotal conversations. Yeah. That's what we're here for. Let's just focus on that. Right. How do we, and then I, I really think like when I talk about having your own authentic tone, it's like, mm. you know, f- for me, it's inspiration. Yeah. You know, like that's when, when I think about my show, Startup Diaries, I think about inspiration. That's what I'm really trying to bring to people. That's my authentic tone. So then when I see someone going viral because they're funny or they're doing something yeah. that I think if I did that, that yeah. would be yuck. But you can't, if you can't do it, you just can't. Like it's not being authentic. Not, yeah, exactly. Way. So I think like purpose, vision, uh, authentic tone, like really just kind of understanding yourself and what your purpose is and getting yeah. really clear on what's the vision, what's the purpose. You know, and and being able to articulate that really well so that you understand mm. it, and it's really simple for you to understand, so you don't get confused, mm. um, allows you to 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 that comparison will happen. It's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. We're, We're human beings. We said it didn't. We're human right? beings. Eh? Like but it's like you know how I my relationship with that is now about oh that's a great idea. I wonder how I could you know is there anything I can take from that rather than God why are they going viral? Mm. That's you know like we're doing just as much or. We're posting just as much or our content's just as good. It's less about that. And I think mm. that filters into the team as well. Like one thing, we've been in periods of time where we get down on ourselves and we're like, oh, like everyone else is going viral and we're not. Yeah. And then it's like that ends up coming, kind of coming back and being like, think about the conversations you start having at the table with your team or, or with the people that you want to be creative with yeah. and, and you start to dampen them. Yeah. Right. And then, and then it's like this spiral. Right? <laughs> so I think like that, you know, leadership is really your ability. This is kind of what I was saying is like yeah. the technician in me previously would have had that mindset. Want to fix it. Yeah. Cause I'm not thinking about the people around me and how I'm going to affect them. Now I'm just like, Oh, like, you know, mm. kind of head down, run through the wall. But it's like, now I'm thinking about, no, like I have to come into this and, and the conversations I have will affect the end result, you know, mm. from a team perspective. Yeah, I love that. I love that quote. Um, it kind of keeps my, me saying, um, was it slow success builds character, fast success builds ego. And it's just like, okay, if I can just try and remember that and just remember like one episode at a time, just honing and create, creating a quality product and the way the guest feels comfortable and we create an experience when no one's where they're not never going to forget it it's like oh i walk away and oh he was great dude like pat was a great guy to sit down with had a great episode with him like then like then it's all that, that's all i want yeah, yeah yeah good good times good times teach you bad teach you bad lessons right? yeah so like it's you know that that's kind of the idea is it's really hard to do it in real time but like if you can kind of stay present and and keep your eye on the ball and just just make the process the goal like yeah. that's honestly i think that's half the battle just yeah. make the process the goal yeah you know like that'll make you a better person you'll have better relationships you'll communicate better mm. you know um and and you'll you'll focus on the right things you yeah. know what i mean so i think that plays a massive role yeah in in kind of what we were just talking about yeah now what's um i guess i'm, I'm flipping this and i see an email the questions about what's one thing looking back at your journey that you would tell your younger self Carl, looking back now. Um, I asked this question. You do. When I think about it, I'm like, oh. Yeah. Um, it, it's funny. I, I interviewed someone on the week, uh, mm. on Tuesday, and the answer was, 
nothing. Yeah. Um, because if you look at someone and wish you were where they were, you're missing the point. Yeah. And I think there's a really strong lesson in that. And I, I think that would be what I would say. It's like just hold on tight. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just, you know, everything's going to be all right. Hold on tight. Enjoy it. Learn from it. Can just keep going. Like no matter what, just keep going. Yeah. Keep putting one foot in front of the other. Because I think often, uh, you know, like, and, and it's that point, right? It's like uh, I don't regret anything and I'm happy that I went through everything that I've been through, good or yeah. bad. So yeah. I think it's just about if I could just, you know, throw the arm around yeah. and just kind of get in the ear, I would say, you know, just keep going no matter yeah. what. Yeah. I think that's that's really it. Yeah, it's all experience, hey. Like it's all, yeah. Well, perspective is all like any any lesson you can learn as long as you learn something from it. It's it's okay. Like yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Where do you see yourself and pivotal conversations five years from now, Carl? Wow. <laughs> um. Oh, I see myself. I mean, look. Uh, I see myself. I see my I see myself with family like that's that's yeah. the thing that like I've always cared more like that's the that's the rock for me you yeah. know what I mean like that's the thing that's always dr- gonna gonna drive me you know no, no matter what um, pivotal conversations I think you know the the vision that I have for it is is purely around um, continuing to have life com- life uh, life um, changing conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, but at a larger scale, you know, we want to do as many of them as we can. We want to partner with talent um, and, and, and great people and, and bring them into the business and, and try to have an impact on a level where people know that they can come to, you know, Pivotal and, and, mm. and either learn or have a laugh. And, 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 you know, I think all of those things are really life-changing. You know, it's not just about inspiration. It's about, you know, I think about times where, you know, maybe I wasn't feeling the best yeah. and, you know, you have a mate and they just say something and they make you laugh and, and that, how that just kind of lines the mood. So I think, you know, I think we want to have conversations on a, on a, you know, on a, on a really large scale. Mm. Um, so whatever that looks like, you know, I think we'll continue to build out shows. We'll continue to build out, you know, build our team. And, and I think for myself, the thing I'm most excited about is that I think we can, we can really go big and, and that's what we're going to really try to do. We're going to try to make a massive impact and in order to have, make a massive impact, we've got to have a really great team and, and that's the thing I'm excited about is uh, I think at the moment the thing I'm loving the most is the team that we have, the work we get to do together, the fun, you know, travelling to Queensland together, um, having a ball like that is is something that I love to do and um, I know the team really loves it too and we're really excited to, you know, in, in the future we can grow that team and, and, and have really good times together and, and build a great work culture and environment that, you know, um, people can come into and feel like they can be themselves, they can be creative, mm. you know, and they can have fun and um, and they can grow with the business and, and so on. So I think that that's where I see myself. I see myself, you know, um, in the trenches with the team, yeah. doing what we're currently doing, um, you know, maybe – Maybe just with more people, you know, yeah. involved and, and so on. So that's that's you know, and and then and then family is, is really important yeah. to me as well, and, and what that looks like into the future. Yeah, I love that. I resonate with that because I often had this conversation the other day with uh, someone close to me. I'm like, well, what's you know, in the day, like, what's the you know, I'm hustling right now, but what's the point of all this if I can't share it with any of the people close to me? 
you know, like at the end, like I could, I could have this great podcast, which I want, like more than anything else. But if I'm by myself and not sharing it with anyone close to me, then what's the point at all? So that's I can resonate with that for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. I think at the end of the day, um, what drives humans mm. is is um, the relationships that you you can you can forge yeah. with other humans, and and the sense of responsibility you get when you have a relationship. That integrates with you know a goal or, or a vision or something that we're all mm. trying to achieve together, like sport. Yeah, sport. You know, yeah. like you don't get much. You know, I look at sport and I think there's there's not some. You know, I'm an I'm a tiger supporter, right? So <laughs> I'm not. I'm a. I'm. I've, I, I lost it years ago. <laughs> I'm a nothing, right? As it relates, but it, it gets me really emotional. Mm. And I think the thing that it, you know, like I think about footy and and I think about footy in the way that it's allowed me to have relationships in life. Yeah. That I never thought I would have from yeah. friendships to, you know. Um, Often with people you never expected you would too, right? Yeah. For, like, me, for yeah. me, it was massive with my dad, you know, my yeah. father. Like, you know, like building, like, you know, we didn't have the best drop, but the, the thing is, is like footy brought us together uh, again. And, yeah. and, you know, that was, it's still the most special thing in my mm. life, you know, and that's, and to this day we still do it. And I think you kind of tie that in. To nearly everything else that we do, yeah, business, it's the same thing. I get to build relationships with mm. people, and and I get to to build friendships. And there's people that I'll get to work with, and we'll do amazing things together, and we'll achieve greatness together, and we'll never forget that. And in twenty to thirty years' time, I might see that person mm. somewhere, and we yeah. can sit down and we can have a drink, or we can yeah. sit around a barbie, and and we can just kind of tell stories of oh, these are the things that we did together. And I think really when it comes down to it if you can kind of boil it down to that, you're going to have a great work culture. You're going to mm. achieve really, really great things and you're going to build, you know, something really, really special because everybody's there for the right reasons. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Now, if anyone listening, if they want to find you or people with conversations, where can they where can they look out for it? Uh, yeah, so myself is Kyle R. Trainer yeah. on Instagram. Um, doing my best to do as much <laughs> as I can there. I always... <laughs> Love hate relationship with my own personal. Yeah, it's hard. One of those eh? things you kind of like. Oh. You're trying to sci-fi like personal stuff, and then like like business or whatever yeah, stuff. Yeah, I've just made a decision that I'm just gonna go personal. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm just gonna just you know like I'm just I'm just gonna everything I do. I'm not just gonna make it too businessy. Yeah. I feel like that might have been my my Achilles heel with yeah. what I was trying to do. Um, but yeah, Kyle, our trainer, pivot, um, at Pivotal Conversations on Instagram and TikTok. Um, you know, um, personally got the, the podcast Startup Diaries, which mm. is, you know, we bring on founders, share their, their journeys and all the lessons that yeah. they've learned along the way. And um, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. There's probably more. Yeah. <laughs> we'll brush it off. Kyle, you're like, honestly a massive inspiration. And like, I've never been like as nervous, but excited for a guest before because I look at your content, I think that's where I want to fucking go. Like that's where I want to take where I want to go. And it's a great motivating tool for me a lot of other people listening and who do know the podcast i think feel the same way so keep up the amazing work brother yeah thanks 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 for for your time i appreciate your time thank you